Hi everyone, it's Rob Evans 365, day number 5, and it's Saturday here, and it's been an interesting day so far. Uh, I'm, I'm out walking, so I apologise if there's a little bit of wind. Try and uh, make sure that that doesn't interfere too much. I'll walk the other way. There we go, that's a bit better. Um, so today started early for me, um, around 5.30, first client at 6, <coughs> pardon me, and today was Emily's first uh, cheerleading competition. Oh boy, was that an eye-opening event. So we had to travel into the Melbourne Sports and Aquatic Centre and of course there's a few areas you can park there and I parked the furthest one away, not by choice, just by, I didn't really know where I was going. Uh, what an amazing facility is in there if you've never been in there, wow. So found the cheerleading area and I've never seen so many kids dressed up in cheer cheerleading gear in my life. I believe there was something like 4,000 competitors or something for the whole uh, three days. It started on Friday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. <clears throat> it's called cheer, uh, Winterfest. We've got dancing as well as cheerleading and so forth. And uh, anyway, so Emily was competing around uh, 10 a.m. Uh, so we're sitting, sitting in there watching and what can I say? The music was so incredibly loud, <laughs> probably about 50 times louder than you would normally have music, and all the music was super fast and like boom, 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 boom like that. Oh no, well this would be kind of take two of the 365 because I've just recorded half an hour of uh, half an hour of the, the call to only discover that for some reason it stopped working. Uh, talk about frustrating. Uh, so I am I've got to record all that great stuff again. Very annoyed. Uh, I thought I was talking about the uh, the music uh, was really loud and. Uh, the you know various ages and and uh, you know the levels and that kind of thing. So I guess cheerleading for for those that don't know what what that looks like. Ironically, there's not a lot of cheering. I don't quite get that why it's called cheerleading. But anyway, uh, it's mainly gymnastic type moves and doing things in sequence and synchronisation and that kind of stuff. So you got some some of the younger teams that really struggle to synchronise everything. But you know all of them did. Uh, quite a good job based on their age level when Emily came out so first comp competition she said that she was really freaking out beforehand oh she did such an exceptional job when I'm no, no judge but just looking at all of them uh, to me uh, their team looked like they were the most synchronised and different and just did a really great job I thought really proud of her uh, 
to um, make this story a little bit shorter, they ended up winning. Uh, so her very first competition, uh, she's won, and that is exceptional. So proud of her. Um, got some nice photos of her with her medals and, and uh, the rest of the team. Uh, so really beautiful. So proud of her. Well done, Emmy. Good job. Um, what I wanted to talk about for the rest of the call, for the second time, is about being prepared on the weekend and what you do over the weekend to set yourself up for success. Uh, I have um, many people that I work with and some of them can sabotage themselves on the weekend and do really well through the weekend. Some do all that work over the weekend and it frustrates me. So I'm like, why? why are you doing that? You're working so hard through the week. Why just eat and drink whatever you want on the weekend without any regard to your, your meal plan and, uh, you know, and exercise? And then you get a, a different result at the, you know, next week and you say, oh, well, I'm not quite sure why that's happening. So well, I can tell you why it's happening because you're undoing all your good work on the weekend. Uh, I, with the, the sport of cheerleading, coincidentally with today, it, it's the, uh, I found two things uh, with this quite interesting. I, I heard this fact last year. Cheerleading in Australia is the fastest growing sport last year. Two things that fascinated me. One, that it was a sport. Um, the second one was that it was so fast, so fast growing. I guess it's been brought out here um, from America and just over the last few years, it's dance schools have picked it up and it's just been growing and growing. So um, kudos to the organisation for promoting the, the sport throughout Australia. I heard them say today that they have 65,000 competitors that compete each year at their events. It's like, it's crazy. I think there were 4,000 competitors there today. Uh, so just, just crazy. But, you know, the last few um, days I've been talking about the fact that we have, in my area here, it's 56% of people are considered overweight or obese. And when, uh, you know, hello, uh, in the context of, or oh, very live, just walked past a man with dogs. Uh, very cute to the dogs that it's uh, uh, in the context of uh, you know the families that are supporting their kids through the sport you walk around and say wow so many of these parents are overweight or obese why you know what are you feeding your kids because you know they're going to the cafe and um, and you know eating food that they've brought along and it's you know like it's fried food it's your chips it's your you have chicken wedges or chicken wedges, chicken nuggets and, you know, those types of things. Kids standing around eating, you know, bags of Doritos or, uh, you know, lollies, um, that type of food. And I said to Emily, I said, you watch, I said this to her yesterday, I said, you watch tomorrow how many of your competitors are eating just junk food and drinking, uh, you know, sugary drinks and, and that kind of thing. And I said, this is where you can get the edge by fueling yourself the right way. And it has such an impact on your concentration levels, your stamina and all that sort of stuff. At this, at this age, they're only competing for two minutes at a time. Uh, but it's a three-day event, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Again, at this, at this age, they only competed once. I don't know whether that changes down the track. But these are habits that the kids pick up now. 
and they continue with them uh, well into adulthood. I mean, the kids have a 70% chance of becoming overweight or obese if their parents are overweight or obese. So, um, anyway, so I was just looking at the, you know, the parents and thinking, well, you know, if they did bring food, you know, it's like biscuits or chips or, you know, rubbish, basically. So I thought I'd give you an insight into how I run my life and how I like to, to stay prepared and organised for these things. So obviously I knew that uh, we were going in there today. Uh, I was up at uh, 5.30, um, a shower, changed, getting ready for my first session. And straight after that session, I knew that I had to uh, jump in the car and drive an hour into the city. Now, I'm not going to get up and say, oh, what am I going to take with me? I decided and prepared the day before. Uh, I made a, a delicious salad. I knew that I was going to be in there for, um, yeah, I'd have breakfast before I went. I would have, uh, I knew that the results were being announced at 12 o'clock and we'd be leaving shortly after that. Um, so I guess that meant breakfast, morning snack, uh, so, so my breakfast is around 5.30, so I say about every three hours, so, um, you know, 5, uh, 5.30, 11.30, uh, sorry, 5, 5.30, 8.30, 11.30, and I'd be on the, the way back home the, from my afternoon snack uh, later. Uh, so I didn't have to take a heap of food, but I needed to make sure that I was prepared, so I took two bottles of water with me, and I just have a little, um, like, soft sort of esky thing that's got a strap, and it's got a spot for two bottles of water at the end. Um, I took my salad with me, which the salad had um, like lentils and kidney beans and chickpeas and all sorts of different vegetables in there, really yummy. Uh, so that was for lunch. I took, um, I had an apple in on the way, which is a part of my breakfast. I took a mandarin with me. I had a protein bar, so I didn't want to be mixing up a, a protein shake there because I thought we might be cramped for room and so forth, so shaking your arm about shaking your shakers probably put a few people off. And I, and, and that was it really. Uh, but I, I did also think, well, if I'm stuck there for longer because, you know, they're running behind or whatever happens, I took a bag of popcorn as well. Not the coloured stuff, um, I just get the home brand uh, popcorn, it's got a little bit of sea salt on it, that's a nice little, little healthy snack. Uh, now, if I hadn't done that, of course I'm going to be hungry because I'm there for you know, five hours, four hours. Uh, I'm going to be like everybody else and buy some food there. Now, I was surprised that they didn't have more salads and sandwiches and that kind of stuff. But even if you're buying a sandwich or a wrap, they're not really awesome options because uh, the, the dressings are normally high fat, high sugar, because the person making them has no idea about you know, proper nutrition. They just think, oh, let's just you know, fill it with flavor. And as soon as you tip your wrap up, you know, or just take a bite out of it, all the, uh, you know, the liquid of everything is flowing out of it. So it's not, you know, not particularly great. Um, but you know, that's sort of the best thing of the of the, the healthier looking choices in um, at these places. So uh, that's why I prepare. Because otherwise I'm just going to be like everybody else and have to get some of those options. It's like, oh wow, this might seem healthy, but I've just blown my calories because there's so much crack in this, oh, sorry about the language, <laughs> so much rubbish in the, uh, the sugary fatty dressings and, and so forth. So.
that's what I did for today. Now, um, the other thing that I do is I use like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I use those three days uh, to perhaps not be cooking all day every day, but they're the days that I use to prepare for the week ahead. Um, that means, uh, you know, it could be stir, stir fries, it could be, uh, you know, I, I make an ice apple and pear and berry uh, crumble, uh, which I divide up from the freezer. Last night I made uh, a chicken and black bean uh, sauce, which I made uh, seven serves of that, that no, eight, no, seven or eight serves of that uh, to go in the freezer as well. Um, I'll be cooking one later tonight. And what that means is that I'm just prepared for the week ahead. Now, why do I do that? Why do I prepare before you know, going to these events uh, like today? Is because I know what I want. And like we talked about yesterday, I know why I want it. I know that what I want for my body people would look at me now and say, wow, I wish I looked like you. I wish I had your level of fitness and energy and health and vitality. But I set it to myself a different standard than most people do for them. Let's face it, over half the people are overweight or obese. So they don't, they're miles away from what I want to achieve. I, I set a different standard for myself. And even though people say, yep, I want to be like you, I just want to push myself further. That means not becoming obsessed over my food. It's a very much just a lifestyle for me. It's not, it's not a diet. It's just the way that I live. So it's very easy for me, but I have to be prepared because if I'm not prepared, I'm going to fail. I'm just like anyone else. I'm not a robot. I'm just as human as anyone else. It's just that my why drives me to do the things that I know that need to be done to make life super simple and keep me focused and on track. And I was sitting there today and I was uh, you know, in between acts, if you like. I was tracking the food uh, through my Nutrition Coach app and uh, having a look over the last couple of days. And it just makes you realise how, how focused you've been over, over the week. What's your current day looking like? What are the other meals you're having today? Uh, so I can tell you that I, I already know that I'm having um, a homemade pizza tonight. Um, the key with that is the base. So I use like a pita bread, just put on enough protein, load it with vegetables or salad. Uh, and that's, uh, that's really yummy to look forward to that. Afternoon uh, snack this afternoon is going to be a, a mango, um, choc, um, a choc mango uh, protein smoothie. Uh, my snack tonight will be a pear and mixed berry crumble. Tomorrow morning will be an omelette, a veggie omelette, and I'm going to do my workout. Um, today will be legs. I'll be doing legs uh, later today, and I'll be doing back and shoulders tomorrow. Uh, see, I, I know what I'm doing. I know what times I'm training. I know what I'm eating, and that just makes it seamless for me. So I'm planning for these things and I'm prepared. So I've got some homework for you today. I'd like to give you a little task at the end of each day. I want you to go through and have a look at uh, everything that you are doing on the 
the weekends and see how could you be more prepared? What could you be doing you know, this weekend, tomorrow, uh, to make yourself more prepared and more set up for success? How could, when you can't have that next um, event or thing, um, how are you going to prepare for that better? What are the things that you could be doing? What could you be taking with you? What could you be doing before you left? What could you be getting before you left uh, so that you are not super starving or, or whatever it is? Um, it's all these tiny little things that add up for success in the long run. This has to be a lifestyle change for for you, not just something you do for the next eight to 10 weeks, it's something that you can do for the rest of your life. And that's what I teach people, these simple little techniques about cooking over the weekends uh, so that you've got food there on the, um, you know, through the week. Now you can make up any number of excuses just like I could as to why you're not gonna do the work uh, over the, the weekend because you've got all these other things on. But so have I. I mean, I, but I make time. I purposefully make time to do these things because I know if I don't, I will fail through the week somewhere. It'll mean a, a missed meal or a, a, a poorer meal, which I'm unlikely to miss one, so I'm all the time. But um, I, I'm going to uh, have a poorer choice. And I know that if I just spend a little bit of time to prepare... Uh, then I'm going to be more successful. And once you see a little bit of success, and that doesn't have to be, you know, seeing something on the scales or that kind of thing. For me, the biggest success is uh, through your mind. Once you start to see yourself succeeding, you find that you're winning. When you're winning, it breeds more success, and you want to do more, and you, want, and you just get better and better at it you get more and more results and you feel better and better and before you know it it's embedded into your lifestyle it's just it's just what you do it's not you just find that you've adjusted you've changed to form a better version of you and when you get to the other side of that you'll find that wow actually I haven't made really massive changes here, but what I have done is I've done a little bit of this each day or each week, and that's taken me where I am now. And if you move yourself just, uh, let's just say a percentage, 1%, if you moved, improved yourself by 1% a day, imagine what that looks like in 365 days. And that's not 365% better because it doesn't, um, you know, it's a percent on a percent and, and so forth, uh, the way things compound. But that is incredibly powerful. And that's what I've done. Like, I've uh, worked really hard on myself these last five years to change my mindset and, you know, what I want out of life. And every single day, I set myself a challenge to improve in a particular area, and I've done it. And I can tell you that my life has never looked any better than it does right now. It's amazing, the change. And I didn't do one massive thing. I did a little thing each day and was focused on it. And so that's what this preparation comes down to. Why do you want to do it? What are the things that you could improve on? How could you make it better and easier for you and more seamless? I want you to write down those things. Write down what's holding you back right now. What are the excuses you come up with for not being prepared? And 
what are the what are the things that you normally do let's just say that you're going to a next event so i'm thinking in the context of uh, the um, the cheerleading event so the next cheerleading event am i going to do what i did today absolutely uh, because i know how powerful uh, it is now the other thing that i've done is uh, in terms of my weekends is make sure that I'm exercising now for me the weekends are awesome an awesome time for me to exercise because I have so much more time uh, that means that you know I can do well I'm out now I've just gotten back from uh, just gotten back from uh, the cheerleading and first thing that I said I'm going to do I'm going to go out and walk because I've been sitting down for a few hours I want to get out I want to walk walk and walk so that uh, you know, I'm getting my heart rate up and I'm feeling good. I'll do that tomorrow as well. I'll do some cardio tomorrow. But today I'm going to do a weight session, as I said before. I'm doing legs later, uh, probably about 5 o'clock or something like that, I'm, you know, or 4 o'clock. Uh, and then uh, tomorrow I'm going to do back and shoulders as well. So I already know that I'm going to do those workouts and I'm going to do my cardio as well. And to me, it's awesome because I don't have to rush. I can take a little bit longer in the gym and uh, it just makes me feel really fantastic all of these things are connected with being prepared not just oh gee i should work out on the weekend it's like no these are the times i'm going to work out these are the workouts i'm going to do this is the food i'm going to be eating so that i'm setting myself up for success all right now um we're going to close out this call i'm going to get emily to close out the call I'm going to put this on pause and then um, we're going to record her at the end uh, to just capture her perspective on how she went today and talk about her nerves and stuff. So just hold on. I'll be back in a minute. Okay, so I've got Emily here now. Say hi, Emmy. Hi. Uh, so tell me, I've been telling everybody about your experience today. You've still got your yeah. outfit on, which I haven't been yeah. for that long. Tell me how you found today. How I found it. Well, I was really nervous at the start, but then when I got on stage, I felt really good and everything because we um, hit zero, um, which is no falling or deduction. So everyone felt really happy and we were all really excited. And especially when we saw that we had come first, we mm. were really, really happy. <laughs> I've known it's super exciting. Yeah. It? So we were sitting there watching, and I said, not having any cheerleading experience, I said, You're the best team so far. <laughs> there was a team that came from Ballarat, I think, the yellow and white yeah, ones. Yeah, the And they, um, they were very good. But then you came on, and I was like, Oh, wow, mm. that was good. And I didn't see anyone that was better, and it's hard to tell. I didn't know which division you were in. Because um, there's so many. Different um, level ones. one seniors. Yeah. Um, so it's very exciting. Then when they announced you, um, <laughs> I wasn't sure that that was your category. I thought you were in the next one that yeah. they were going to announce. <laughs> so when you won, I thought that was super exciting. Yeah. I'm very proud of you, darling. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so what's next? Um, I think we're going on to states then. Is that so? You've got. So this, we're in June, so we just had one. And we then have a one next in, competition soon. I don't is know it July? I think there's like one a month. There's like yeah. June, July, August, yes. September, something like that. So that's exciting. So if you can hear the background noise there, 
There's some rabbits going crazy. What are they doing, Amy? Um, they're eating their tunnel. Right, okay. <laughs> Is that something they're supposed to do? I guess they're having fun. Yeah, I guess. I don't get rabbits. Anyway, I'm very proud of you today, Amy. Good job. Thanks. And you can sign off today. So you want to say bye to everybody? Okay, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> nice work. <laughs>